0: Welcome back, saucers.
1: Welcome back for another joyful ride.
0: Joyful ride down (laughs) the uh, general election midterms tomorrow. Everybody, hope you're registered to vote. If you're not registered, well, if you're not registered to vote, you're kind of fucked. But if you are, we're going to have some tips and tricks of how to safely vote um, and make sure you're well informed before a a very important election tomorrow. Um, So, ah, yeah, here we are.
1: And you know, if you're burnt out on the news, as a lot of people are, you don't have to watch. You can get all your information here. Yeah, we're going to give you the
0: boiler, boiler point? Boiler point?
1: Is that a thing? What the fuck did I just say? I don't know. Maybe, is
0: that we're a thing? We're just going to give you the highlights. Let's just stick to what we know. boiler
1: point. Maybe that's real. Let's act like it's real. Um,
0: let us know in the comments um, if what I said was real. Um, <laughs> and now let us tell you about the election. <laughs> take It from us, no, don't take it from us. Um, because we did some good research for this. Um, shout out to um, Vox and CBS News, uh, specifically your 2022 midterms cheat sheet by Lee Zhao, Nicole, Norea, and Christian Pa for Vox. We're going to link that as well as What's at stake in the 2022 midterm elections by Ed O'Keefe, Aaron Navarro, and, and Rebecca Kaplan for CBS News. We're going to be linking those. In our show notes, um, because those are really good sources of, uh, you know, all the information we're going to be throwing your way today. So tomorrow, as is the case for every two years, voters decide who has the majority in both chambers of Congress. In 2022, that means the candidates uh, voters choose in tomorrow's midterm elections will determine to a large degree whether Joe Biden can get any new policies passed or if Republicans will gain the ability to block most things he wants to do. But for now, forecast from 538. And 538 is something that, like, I uh, was an account that I followed a lot for the presidential election. Mm. Like, they were pretty on it yeah. um, in predicting things. But who knows? Things could change. Um, we're filming this a couple weeks ahead of time. So maybe in the next couple weeks, things have changed. But for right now, Five thirty-eight suggests that Republicans are going to win the House in 74 outcomes out of 100, while Democrats would keep the Senate in 69 outcomes out of 100. Models from The from the Economist echo these odds as well. And political strategists have identified the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade in late June as a major turning point for Democrats in the midterms, um, which is going to be very interesting uh, to see how everything's going to be. Played out with that. In at least four states, abortion rights are literally on the November ballot, um, marking a record number of abortion related measures that have been considered in a single year to date. Says we are going backwards. We are going backwards, but we're going to try not to. Um, some Republicans have already floated plans to consider a nationwide abortion ban after 15 weeks of pregnancy. Should they retake control of Congress? Like this is why it's like so important because like shit like that is at stake. And 13 red states are set to implement their trigger bans by the end of September. Um, uh, yes, so these pol- policies defy the 85% of Americans who think that abortion should be legal in all of uh, those circumstances, according to a long-running survey. By Gallup. So they're going against what everybody wants. Yeah. Super great. Awesome. Um, and they were in effect in September. So great. Um, and then Biden and congressional Democrats now have a pretty clear list of goals for the second half of his term. They all center around the idea of electing at least two more senators to bypass the frequent roadblocks set by moderate uh, Democrats like Kristen Cinema from Arizona and Joe Manchin of West West Virginia and holding the House. So uh, Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin are uh, fucking hogs, and I hate them. Um, I do. I, they're, they claim that they're for the people, and they're not. Of course. Um, and they're just super self-serving and they're blocking so much progress and uh, we need to vote them out. But whatever. We,
1: we need to vote out a two-party system, if you ask me. We need me. to vote
0: out a lot of things. Yeah, um, uh, like the, the filibuster, um, which we'll go into. Yes. Holy yeah. shit, the fucking...
1: Um, so first among them is codifying reproductive rights and access to abortion, for which Biden has previously said he'd support an exception to the filibuster. He's similarly called for dropping filibuster rules to pass voting rights protections, something that failed earlier in his term. Um, The Senate can also use budget reconciliation bills to get around the filibuster and did so to pass sweeping economic, climate, and manufacturing programs like the American Rescue Plan and Inflation Reduction Act. With a safer voting margin, such bills could be more ambitious— Universal pre-K, extending the child tax credit, and uh, letting Medicare negotiate drug prices for Americans beyond Medicare recipients, those could all be part of future reconciliation bills. Um, With the majority willing to do so, Democrats could even scrap filibuster rules altogether or overturn the decisions of the Senate parliamentarian who advises on what can go into a reconciliation bill to pass some of those priorities, like raising the national minimum wage. But this, as we've said, is currently less likely to happen than split control of Congress.
0: Yeah. So if the 538 is right um, and we do lose the House, it's going to make it that much difficult. But likely we're going to take the Senate still. Um, but it's just with filibuster. and We've talked about filibusters before. It yeah. keeps a lot of go- gun control laws from from coming from from passing Um and it's really outdated, and... um, It's just a loophole that...
1: mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, most of our system is actually set up, especially the Electoral College, but for the Republican Party, even though at the beginning of our country's... uh, the Republicans were the liberals. Like, it flipped which party represented what politics. But, um, you know, the reason that a lot of these... Quote, unquote, loopholes or I'm talking about the Electoral College, but like the filibuster, these things are in existence to uphold uh, some pretty nasty shit,
0: really gross shit that doesn't benefit anybody. But um, those in power, those in power, not um, even those who share the belief of those in power, but those in power. No, that's Uh, a distinction. There's so many people, uh, especially Republicans, but a lot of Democrats, too, that do not vote for the interest of their people Mm -hmm. um and so speaking of that we want to go over the states that have a lot of um pull a a lot of uh weight in the elections that's coming up a lot in the senate seats and all of the other stuff so we want to go through all of those so um all of our listeners because we have listeners from all across the country so if you're in these states please um listen up because we got some some facts for you. So right now, which Senate races are predicted as toss-ups in 2022? Arizona. Republicans saw Democratic Senator Mark Kelly as one of the most vulnerable incumbents heading into 2022 in a state with a large proportion of independent voters and a large Latino population, where the GOP has made inroads in recent elections. But after a competitive Republican primary, national Republicans are concerned that Trump-backed Blake Masters is too far to the right for those crucial independent suburban voters. He softened his language recently on controversial, controversial issues like abortion, gun control, immigration, and even his belief that the 2020 election was stolen from Trump. So there's uh, some backtracking. because Oh, he softened his language. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what goes on there. But in Georgia, um, Democrat. Raphael Warnock is up for re-election just two years after defeating Republican Senator Kelly Loeffler in a special election to fill the remainder of the term of retiring Senator Johnny uh, Isaacson, Isaacson, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> He's outracing his opponent, a University of Georgia football legend, Herschel Walker. Okay. Walker uh, is another Trump pick, but he comes with some baggage that could hamper his ability to flip his seat, uh, allegations of abuse against his ex-wife, and some uh, policy gaffes, including not honestly disclosing how many children he has and suggesting China's polluted air has replaced American air. Oh, okay. (laughs) I have more to say because I don't think this was up to date with what happened last week with Herschel Walker. And it's fun. uh, Okay, I'm going to tell you. not know this. If neither candidates win over 50% of the vote, the race could go to a runoff, potentially delaying the outcome of Senate control for weeks if it's a close night. So please, if you're in Georgia, please vote for uh, Senator Warnock because Herschel Walker is a nightmare. So Herschel Walker is a retired football player who is very clear that he has, say this kind of piece, of, but he has issues from mm. playing football and getting hit in the oh, head. Oh, gotcha, like, gotcha. He's just, I mean, he's not like, he's just. Uh, he's
1: been concussed one
0: too many he's, times, exactly, and, and he, he acknowledges it. He just speaks it. slow, and he's just not okay. the brightest bulb. Like he yes. doesn't really know what he's doing, and it's just like, and you can tell because he's been a lifelong Republican. This guy, um, that like Republicans are exploiting him because he's black. Um, football player, and yep. they're just—he's—he's he's definitely like a puppet.
1: Yeah. Um, very oh, anytime much like the Kanye right and, can get their claws into a black person,
0: it's like—it's oh. their like superpower. Yeah, yeah. Their their mouth—they foam with the mouths. Um. So yeah, and he's very problematic. Again, there was a a lot of allegations of like, uh, abuse with his ex-wife. Um. And he said so a lot of stupid shit. But recently, a woman came out, and he's. Very pro-life. A woman came out last week uh, saying that, and we're in October right now, mid-October, um, saying that uh, he paid for her abortion Woo. not long ago. 2009. Okay, okay. Um, and not only did she come out, but she came out with receipts. She has like a card and the check that he sent or like a copy of the check that he had sent her with 700 dollars and then a get well soon card with oh. his like initials and everything like she has receipts and um wow. and he was like on i think it was like Tucker Carlson I can't, or Sean Henry, I can't remember like which Fox News uh station he was being interviewed about this but he's just like i don't know i don't, I don't know this woman never met her in my life i have of no idea uh you know like i just i send a lot of cards like i don't know he's just like deflects. he's like oh uh, this is a witch hunt you know democrats oh, yeah. want to see you term. know like uh. you send a
1: lot of cards with uh the exact change for an abortion is that a thing <laughs>
0: and then it comes out that it was actually like one of his uh baby mom mama, babies mamas like oh it, he already she already has one of his yeah girls? like it ended up being like a, a, not oh, just God. a random woman but a woman he has either like married before or at least had a kid with like it's like <laughs> someone in his life it's like in not a wow. random woman um and not only that but his son i don't know if you've ever heard of christian walker he's a, a huge young gay uh black chris uh christian conservative very loud outspoken very hypocritical like I don't, you can't tell if he trolls or something um that's his son but he actually came out against his dad he said oh. it's absolutely true everything you know what i mean he's a he's an. a user and all this stuff we told him not to run and he's bad for the party so like dang he raised a lot of money since this came out, and, mm. and not that much, really, but he did raise more because for Republicans being like, he's just being, you know, it's a witch hunt by the media. Oh,
1: my God. Um, but
0: he's not polling well, especially after that came out. So, but still, don't rest on your laurels. like. Yeah, that's the thing. Laurels. We
1: can't be complacent. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's okay. the thing. <laughs> I
0: was just making up phrases <laughs> Alyssa's today. just making up
1: <laughs> idioms and shit. The well, boiler point. Don't rest on your boiler morals. <laughs> don't rest on your boilers, if you know what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> it's, it'll be hot. It'll be hot. be
1: hot. The hot seat. Yeah, we tied it back to something.
0: <laughs> that's so funny. Okay. Um, so another one that's a toss up Nevada. Prominent Republicans, including Trump, Florida Governor DeSantis, and Ted Cruz, have thrown their support behind former Nevada Attorney General Adam. Laxalt, who is seeking to oust Democratic Senator Catherine Cortez Masto in a very tight race. Cortez Masto, the first woman from Nevada, the first Latina ever elected to the U.S. Senate, is one of the many Democrats nationwide who may benefit from increased motivation among voters who want to protect abortion rights after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. So, uh, so many of these states so important because a lot of these Republicans coming in are pro-life.
1: Yeah, Nevada especially is bec- like a become. A lot of the weight of the abortion issues right now has fallen on Nevada because a lot of people are traveling. We're going from Texas to Nevada, and it just ends up, like, overcrowding their system. Yeah. And economically, at the end of the day, if you ban it nationwide, it's going to be a hot mess for the economy.
0: Oh, my God. It's fucking awful. Like, completely. Um, and Wisconsin is another one. It's a toss-up. So Senator Ron Johnson is the Republicans' most vulnerable incumbent this cycle as the lone senator running for re-election in a state Mr. Uh, of President Biden won in 2020. So far, he's outraising his opponent, Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes. Both candidates are attacking the other one as too extreme for the state, with Barnes pointing to John- Johnson's stances on gay marriage, COVID-19, and the state GOP effort to overturn the 22. 22- 2020 elections, while Johnson argues Barnes is soft on crime and immigration. Okay. It's, it's like... Yeah, so the I same can't. shit
1: over and over and over and over, oh, like, God. I don't know. I think the aliens have to, like,
0: take over for this to stop, <laughs> because it's just... It's not. You're too soft on crime and immigration. You're not, you're um, not uh, putting brown and black people away too much yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, behind bars not enough.
1: enough. <laughs> um, so which Senate races lean toward Democrats? Um, Colorado. So unlike nearly every Republican running in a competitive Senate seat, um, Construction company CEO Joe Odea hasn't been endorsed by Trump. That gives the GOP hope that the moderate Republican can beat two-term, two-term Democratic centrist Senator Michael Bennett. Odea is particularly out of step with most Republicans on abortion, saying that he believes the procedure should be legal through 20 weeks of pregnancy, with exceptions for rape, incest, and... Uh, danger to the life of the mother after that.
0: I guess that tracks from Colorado because Colorado's already so blue. Yeah, exactly. But still. No. <laughs> Don't
1: get complacent. Yeah. Um New Hampshire. So Democratic Senator Maggie Hassan faces a far right opponent in the general election, retired Army General Don Bolduc, um who defeated the candidate favored by national Republicans, State Senator Chuck Morse. Morris was considered by Republican leaders to be better poised to flip the seat into the GOP column than Bulldog. Sure. Um, Pennsylvania is the other oh one. Oh,
0: my God. This one I'm so passionate about.
1: Really? Yes. I want your take. Yeah. Um, so after a bruising Republican primary that split the party establishment, celebrity TV doctor Mehmet Oz is trying to defeat Pennsylvania Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman to keep his seat in Republican hands following the retirement of Senator... Hat to me, Fetterman is still recovering after suffering a stroke in May that has affected his speech and hearing. He has so far declined to participate in a September debate against Oz, who has accused him of hiding from voters and the media. Well, if you just had a stroke, you might not want to be in the media. But yeah, okay, you're gonna have to chill. Um, but said that he'd debate in October. Um, Oz, meanwhile, has struggled against allegations that he is that he has almost no ties to the state where he's running for Senate. Despite receiving Trump's endorsement and a visit from the former president, Oz recently said he would have certified the election for President Biden, but then said more said more information is needed to determine if the 2020 election was stolen.
0: It's like he's like a perfect mix of just like yeah. trying not to be too extreme. Like he wants to be like kind of a, he, just both sides Dr. of the mouth. Dr. Oz is a fucking demon. He is so gross. Like, he was recently, I- I'm surprised it wasn't in this, um, called out because he was investigated because he had a, because um, he's a doctor. That's, and I think he's worked at, like, vets and stuff, too. you yeah. um, I mean, you've seen him on Oprah. Like, he's, he was on, he's a huge yeah, TV personality. Yeah, he was on all the talk shows. He would do experiments and surgeries on puppies without any anesthesia. And and kill them. What and 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 if they weren't already dead or just they were just dying, he would put them in a bag and throw them in a dumpster. What? Yeah, like he was investigated and let off, but let off. Yeah, because when? he has a fuck ton of money, insane amount of money. Was that? Uh, I think two bef- thousands, like yeah, before he was like fuck so Why? popular. Why? because he's a sociopath um he's in a lot of sociopathic things and Honestly, he's from jersey that... guys he's from jersey his in-laws are from pennsylvania and so have... he uses their addresses to like be certified wow. it's so gross and like i can't tell you how fucking rich he is and he and and john Fetterman is really really cool like he is of the people he's beloved by the people of pennsylvania he's like very um like Salt of the earth, like yeah. guys got, like very mm-hmm. um yeah, of the people. Yeah. Very sweet. Um it, very leftist. Like he is just a a good guy. So I I, I just really hope. I mean it's, it's well, already leaning that way to Fetterman, but it's still scary. Also, like if you're in Pennsylvania,
1: please. That t- that behavior with the puppy thing, that's like I mean that's that's rule
0: number one. Have you watched
1: any true crime ever? Like the next step is you're a serial killer.
0: but he gets away with it because it's for it was for uh, medical proceed. It was like he was experimenting with medical procedures. So okay, these are important. So which Senate races are leaning Republican? Uh, no surprise here, Florida. No way. Once purple, Florida has trended increasingly Republican in recent years, with notable shifts among the state's large Latino population, which benefits two-term Republican Senator Mark. Marco Rubio, but he has a formidable opponent in three-term Democratic Congresswoman Val Demings, who has outraised Rubio and gained national name recognition as one of the House impeachment managers in Trump's 2020 Senate trial, and as one of the women Mr. Biden, um, uh, President Biden considered to be a, a potential vice presidential nominee. She's also leaned on her experiences as Orlando's first female police chief to inoculate her against Republican claims that Democrats want to defund the police. I mean...
1: Well, I a mean, cap Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. A yeah. <laughs> cap still, but I, I like that she's outraising him, but Marco Rubio is like I know. Like so like a, such a career it's politician steeped there steeped in it. But um please guys vote that fucking psycho out. Um North Carolina, another one that's leaning towards Republican. Senator Richard Burr's retirement leaves this seat open for a race between three-term House Republican congressman Ted bud and former North Carolina Supreme Court Chief Justice Cherry Beasley, a Democrat. North Carolina has eluded Democrats in a statewide in statewide races since Barack Obama eked out a clo- eked out a close win in 2008. If Beasley wins, she would be the first black woman to represent the state in the Senate and it would be an early sign of a good night for Democrats. So that that's huge. That's I, huge. I like, this is a huge but it's race. not projected. To it's happen. not projected but like these things could change. There's a lot of things that uh, are projected and didn't happen. Like this is just this is why we want to tell you this stuff, because if you're from these states, it's so important to to vote and tell your family and friends to vote. Yeah. Um, there's so much at stake. Ohio, another one that's leaning towards the Republican after a Trump endorsement helped him win a grueling Republican primary to succeed retiring. Uh, Senator Rob Portman, hillbilly elegy author J.D. Vance, is trying to beat moderate five term Democrat. Rep. uh, Representative Tim Ryan. Ryan is outraising and outspending Vance in his effort to pull off an upset win, but national Republicans plan to flood the airwaves with tens of millions of dollars in ads in the coming weeks to boost Vance.
1: It's so funny. Like, I mean, and it's, I mean, we all know this, but all of these, the reasons for these projections, it's all money. It's all money. It's like outraising, outfunding, outraising, outfunding, because we are. Uh, our politics and everything in this country is ruled by by money yep um so now lawmakers in at least 18 states have passed 34 laws placing new restrictions on voting since the beginning of 2021 which threaten to disproportionately affect voters of color of course Mm -hmm. according to the brendan center Um, in some states you'll need a photo id in order to register to vote and also present that id when you cast your ballot most states allow you to vote in person during a designated early voting period ranging from three to 46 days, though in some states you may
0: need to request a mail-in ballot to vote early. So hopefully do that if that's what you want to do, but you still have today if you have your ballot at home or tomorrow to vote in person or if you can vote in person early, please um so whether or not you can vote by mail may be different this year than it was in 2020 after voters embraced mail-in voting during the pandemic red states clamped down on the practice and this is a thing that's been happening like very much because roe v wade you know and all Mm -hmm. these other stories uh you know what's happening in ukraine all these stories are like dominating the airwaves but republicans have been like successfully passing all of these uh restrictions on voting in their states to make it harder because they realize like how much they got fucked in 2020 right. and that they didn't do enough to suppress people's votes um so you have to really do your homework on your state and especially if you're in a red state on how much they've been restricting and uh, your access to vote yeah um especially if you're a person of color in a, in a, in a if you're a yeah. person
1: of color you just have to work harder turns out to make sure you yes. have your rights
0: especially if you have a job it's like it's impossible Okay, so after voters embraced mail-in voting during the pandemic, red states clamped down on the practice on the false premise that it was a source of widespread fraud in 2020. They tightened eligibility requirements, reduced the number of ballot drop boxes, shortened the amount of time voters can request an absentee ballot, and stopped sending mail-in ballots automatically to infrequent voters, Uh, which is, like, horrible because... That's awful. It's, like... I get it. It's like if you but uh, anyway, it's all it's all terrible. Um, Among other measures, check with your state and local election office for the most up to date requirements. So, yeah, the moral of the story is um, do your homework on if we mentioned you in any of these states, be vigilant don't rest on your boilers. <laughs> um, and please, please, please vote. Um, yeah. I know it's disheartening. Voting will not change anything overnight, but is just one step to do your part so we don't have more uh restricted access to abortion rights and gay marriage won't get overturned. And hopefully climate change, we can do something with that because there's a lot of um roadblocks that happen because of the filibusters filibusters because of moderate Democrats like Manchin and Cinema, um and it's it, it, it's about time to get these career moderate politicians out of our fucking lives yeah um so especially if you're in a state that uh you know you have a Republican or moderate um uh Democrat up for reelection, see who the um you know, more, more progressive choices. Please do your research. Um, Yeah. Thank you. Um, Please check us out on
1: Instagram, Twitter, YouTube at the SOS pod, YouTube SOS with Molly and Alyssa. Um, Please rate and review us. It really helps us reach more listeners, especially on Apple podcasts. Um, And we're on Spotify as well, right? Like everything. Yep. Then um, Patreon, join our Patreon for uh, extended interviews, exclusive content. You can pick our episode topics. Um. Yeah. Uh, shout out Black Lives Matter. As always, blacklivesmatter.com Donate. Get involved. Um, I'm Molly Cottrell. I'm
0: Melissa Rosano.
1: And here's to turning meltdowns into magic.